Hey Tiger, this episode contains references to sex. Babes, welcome to This Body, a podcast about being in a body. I am your host, Sophia, and this is a new series. As awards season kicks off, allow me to present for your consideration This Body from LA with Love, an episodic journey towards the center of the donut, Hollywood, where dreams crush your actual real life. But hope springs eternal in the quest for beauty and greatness. From LA with Love is me trying to make sense of my experience as a stranger in a strange land. Though it's not quite so strange to me now. It's been almost 10 years since I left New Zealand intending to help a 90s rock muse with her memoir for six months and then return home. Maybe I'll talk about that unrealized project someday behind a paywall. No NDAs were signed, but still. If that piques your interest, please subscribe, rate, and review. I'm not a hater. I love Los Angeles, and I feel lucky to live here. And of course I suffer at her beautiful bitch goddess hands. I was having an eggless breakfast sandwich and oat milk latte at the Pasadena Erwan the other day when I observed a now familiar scene. A mum and her two teenage daughters came outside to the seating area with their breakfast. Each had a smoothie, each had a croissant. I noticed that the girls both had acrylic nails, which is de rigueur, and the happy glazed expressions of youth visiting Erewhon and coming away with their spoils. This is where you beg your mum to take you to see and be seen. It is so weird. I guess kids can't party anymore though, really, because all the drugs have fentanyl in them. Hot tip for parents, you can buy fentanyl test strips for your teens on Amazon and you can find a link in the show notes. So one of the girls had some painful looking acne and I knew before I saw her turn around that she had the Haley Baldwin Bieber <laughs> strawberry skin glaze smoothie in her hand. Sure enough, the pink and white concoction was in her little grippers when she turned around and I wanted to tell her, don't do it. There's so much sugar in there, it's pretty much a hormone disruptor in a smoothie. But I didn't, of course. Instead, I idly added up the cost of their breakfast. I put it at around 90 US dollars. When COVID shuttered the cities, supermarkets were among the few places where you could be around other people. And that's when I heard that the Silver Lake store opened and I started going as a way to break up the monotony of it all. So I was quite excited that a closer air one had opened because prior to that, there was the OG store on Beverly. Though whilst I wasn't looking, a Venice one opened up and now there are 10 air ones all centered in and around Los Angeles. And the time I wasn't paying attention to the evolution of air one, it went from being an organic supermarket full of, in my memory, this weird type of LA man, a sort of a Peter Pan type, sort of famous adjacent or, or once famous but now irrelevant, often broke, 
producers of some amazing album from 15 years ago, milling about in the produce aisle or around bins of seeds and millet, discussing the details of one organic banana. Whenever I was in that area, I'd go buy some vegan chocolate and a little snacky snack, but I didn't get over there much at all. And when I moved east, I could no longer tolerate the drive to that corridor of the city for anything anymore. Everyone in LA has their stringent wills and wants of commuting. We can talk about it another time. So, subscribe. I didn't get to Erewhon at all during that time, but I did notice via hype that it was revving up into a more relevant celebrity and influencer place. The seeds of Erewhon were planted in 1951 when Aveline Kushi moved to America from Japan and couldn't find any bread that wasn't full of sugar. This was a problem I myself encountered when it took me about three months to figure out that Ezekiel's bread is the only reliable, sugar-free, healthy bread on the mass market. Anyway, this lady and her husband had been cult devotees of this Japanese charismatic leader, George Osawa, a macrobiotics guy who leveraged Japan's bomb trauma to gain followers. Osawa's fame was growing, which drew people to the Kushis. So he was all about macrobiotics. The Kushis were based in Boston, and they started their food endeavor in 1966, just as America had approved and deployed 400 food additives. So processed food was the mainstay. Young people were drawn to the Kushis, and those young people would work in the Erewhon stall and help source food directly from farmers. So they would go out, they would meet the farmers, and then they would ask the farmers to sell them the unrefined, unprocessed, raw versions of their products. My favorite part of this is that Erewhon, the word, is an anagram of nowhere and was named after a book written in 1872 by a guy who fled England's patriarchy for New Zealand. The book Erewhon is about a place where if you're unhealthy, you go to prison. Health food in LA has always occupied a space between commerce and cult. In 1969, cult leader Father Yod opened the sauce restaurant on the Strip and staffed it with his very attractive followers. Celebrities like Goldie Horn, Joni Mitchell, and of course John Lennon, who was into everything grifty, frequented the place. This was the cultural climate of LA when Erewhon was emerging on the East Coast, and the Kushis hung out with John and Yoko too. So Erewhon expanded, it went on, it opened more stores, but then the whole endeavor petered out somewhere along the way due to mismanagement. And by 2011, there was only one remaining store, the one on Beverly. Another husband and wife team, Tony and Josephine Antosi, acquired the store in 2011 and have been behind the recent expansion. They did away with the bins of millet and the scent of mud and natural soap bars. They opened up in Calabasas in 2014. Then a couple of years later, Venice. Erewhon has gone from a tightly defined health food, vegetarian, macrobiotic situation to their description today, which is officially an idea to inspire and motivate others. Interesting. I listened to an interview with the chief officer of growth at Erewhon while researching this episode, but I'm less interested in their corporate strategies than I am in the younger generation and what compels them in 2024, which I guess is kind of one and the same. Recently, the fashion house Balenciaga did a collab with Erewhon. 
there was a big fashion show in LA with all the relevant superstars and influencers carrying Erewhon shopping bags. The Erewhon Balenciaga t-shirt is $725 US dollars and the hoodie is $1,150. The word cult comes from culture and our culture is obsessed with fame. In the Hulu show The Kardashians, Hailey Bieber appears in an episode with Kendall Jenner as they get IV vitamin drips. We're just going to get some nice IV bags. It's just what we consider a really fun day. Watch me. Do you think that doing like NAD multiple days in a row is fine? I'm going to NAD for the rest of my life and I'm never going to age. The body senses mistakes, says Yuval Chiprut, who designed the interiors of seven Erewhans. The body senses something not right with the place. Extreme anxiety at a rapidly dying planet can be calmed by the interiors at Air One or the calming sanitation of brand partner Hailey Bieber's Road Beauty. Road's marketing communicates an idea that we can contain what we're losing in the wild and manufacture it cleaner and more infinitely luxurious than the disordered chaos of nature. It's a marker of an extremely anxious youth and a failing society. Delulu is trending, acute diminutive of a terrible thing, delusional thinking. Young people are entering into a state of delusional thinking to cope with the future they're facing. In a just-released report, the Centre for Disease Control found that nearly one in three high school girls considered suicide in 2021, a 60% increase since 2011. More girls also now report feeling so sad and hopeless they couldn't engage in their normal activities for at least two weeks of the year. I really hate to see girls being so disempowered. Safe sex is out of vogue, and teens think that choking is a normal part of sex and not a varsity-level kink with a high mortality rate. I hate to see it. Nothing seems fun anymore. Does anybody remember laughter? Instagram came out in 2010. Erewhon was acquired in 2011. In 2012, Instagram became available to Android users. I wonder if this is somehow connected to high school age girls feeling like shit. I wonder if internet pornography plays a role. Seems highly likely. Our bodies know what is wholesome and healthy and what is toxic. Our brains are just not equipped to handle the amount that technology serves and how crazy for kids today that their minds are at their most susceptible to suggestion and this is the landscape they're traversing. Teach your children well. This is where critical thinking comes in handy. I found myself a victim of consumerism today. Watching Haley talk about the NAD IV she's obsessed with reminded me that I'd run out of true niagen a questionable NAD pill I've since bought a new bottle of. Been taking it for a while. It's supposed to make you young or something. <laughs> but I'm 44. I'm in the age range of age. I've always been into health and beauty and taking precautionary intelligent measures because I just like to feel good in my body. One of the things I really love about the city is proximity to innovations like that. And with that comes... The grifts, the grifters, charlatans, cult and charismatic leaders, magnetic people going off the rails. Haley 
is, of course, married to Justin Bieber. And on their YouTube series, Seasons, we see the no-limits ways in which the couple treat their anxiety, with Haley zipping Justin into the oxygen chamber he sleeps in. Child stars' brains are subject to big rushes of chemicals from the attention and social cues they receive while being in peak neuroplasticity, and it creates specific needs and deficits, which is reflected in their biochemistry. And it's now understood that this plays a big part in why so many child stars develop forms of addiction and disordered thinking. What Haley and Kendall Jenner are doing with the IVs seems to me pretty much the same thing, self-medicating to alleviate the pressure. But because it's about wellness, it's perceived differently. It's aspirational. But both women speak openly about being highly anxious and trying everything available to feel better. I don't know, man. I don't think the kids are all right. Last year, Euphoria creator Sam Levinson put out a true career humiliation. The Idol, starring Lily Rose Depp in The Weeknd, who used to be cool. In the show, Lily Rose Depp's character masturbates with ice while trying to choke herself. My friends and I scream laughed at this. First of all, (laughs) only a man would write about a woman needing to ice her vagina because she was so hot at the thought of him. I don't know any woman who reaches for the ice cubes to get off. Not saying they don't exist. Every sexual differentiation exists somewhere, but you know, that's pretty absurd. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? If I'm wrong, correct me at thisbodypodcast at gmail. More genuinely concerning is the choking stuff. Varsity level kink is thoughtlessly being depicted to a youth audience, most of whom still have a long journey of sexual discovery ahead of them and plenty of time to ascertain whether or not potentially risking death gives them an orgasm. In Euphoria, there's an exposition scene in which the character Maddie is shown watching porn not for her pleasure, but to learn the tricks that men find so irresistible these days. Euphoria was a really good show. The Idol was really shite. And this is what Lily Rose Depp has to say about Erwan. So I had the best thing at Erwan the other day. It was amazing. It was like this like turmeric, uh, like broccoli thing. Was it like a broccoli juice? No, no, no. It's not juice. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like fried broccoli. But I still think it's alright because it's from Erwan, so it's not really fried, you know. It's like, it's fried in some And they have these really good, uh, sweet potatoes also. They're Japanese sweet potatoes. They're like pale and they're really, really good. And they say that everything that's from Erwan is good for you. It says that on the door, so. So young people are anxious, but it's pretty relaxing at Erwan. It's designed to be. Designer Yuval Chiprud says, once inside an Erwan, you are the center of the story. A leveraging of the culture's main character syndrome. There's the repetition of social media. You see the thing, you become the thing, you show the thing. The cycle repeats. The phone eats first. The symbiosis of Erwan and influences goes on. I myself don't like to loiter. During the pandemic, I noticed that health-conscious Angelinos were also prone to suggestions like QAnon and adjacent things, and everyone's always sneezing. So when I go to Erewhon to get my monthly member drink and my Japanese sweet potatoes, I do so swiftly, and I get the hell out of there before I get the new round of COVID. 
Well, folks, thanks for tuning into this body from LA with love. I hope you enjoyed this dispatch from the Erewhon Tonic Bar. Till next time, enjoy your sea moss and activated charcoal, your reishi mushroom coffee, your ashwagandha gummies, and I'll see you soon.